up, everybody? I am not your boy, Dave. Not your boy. I'm Shane. With me is, uh, yeah. Russell. Hey, oh, Shane, how you doing? WrestleMania? I don't know. What? <laughs> oh, yeah. There we go. Let's do that I one. I to ramble. Yeah, rambling man, Russell. <laughs> yep. Not going to ramble in this voice. You already did a little bit. Yeah, strain something. This is the DQP Weekly, where we talk yeah. about news, movie news, deaths, trailers, games. We have weird quizzes. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Love some weird quizzes. So let's get it started. Yeah, let's do it. Got do we, the do intro we, first? I just did it. Oh. Truncated. I didn't introduce myself. I did, because I'm not your boy, Dave. I'm Shane. And then I introduced you, and we have one less person. So, like, yeah. and I fucked up the AKAs, and there was, like, no AKAs for the third person. Yeah. So it made it a lot shorter. Yeah. But now it's not. Because okay. I just explained everything. Yeah. It's, 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 it's Head, headlines. Third intro? Nah, well, whatever. Oh, okay. Headlines, uh, correspondence, whatever the fuck. Wherever we're going, let's get there! To hell. Headlines. Please? Headlines. We got headlines. Up first for headlines, Todd Chrisley of Chrisley Knows Best has been sentenced to 12 years in prison. And his wife, Julie Chrisley, has been sentenced to 7 years in prison for brink Brank? Brank. I don't know what that is. But they've been sentenced for bank fraud and tax evasion. Sounds right. Yeah. Do you ever see their house? Yeah. We're dick. Julie, however, claims her 10-year-old do adopted daughter is suicidal in an attempt to avoid her prison sentence. What the fuck? You know, I was like, yeah, you know, a little, little tax evasion, a little bank fraud. Doesn't necessarily make someone a shitty person, just, you know, but the, <laughs> then I read that. Yeah, trying to get out of it by saying that your kid is suicidal. Yeah. Maybe you shouldn't have committed felony crimes. Yeah, it also so could that be. You even could take care of your adopted child. Yeah, even if it is true. Could be systemic of, like, the lifestyle. And then, so it's still Julie and Todd's fault. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, losing everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, little interesting piece of prison news for you. Yeah, I, I don't think they let like regular people off when their family is like suicidal because they're going away. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're like, I guess they shouldn't have killed somebody then, or stolen all that money, or whatever. Yeah. Smoked that weed that they shouldn't go to jail for anyway. <laughs> That's a different discussion. Is it? No. Yeah. I'm right. But I, I mean, I agree with you. <laughs> I wasn't disagreeing. Well, I know. I'm just telling the audience that I'm right. <laughs> okay. Audience. <laughs> Shane's right. Yeah. Well, they're used to it. Um... <laughs> Up next for headlines, Chris Hemsworth is finishing his contracts and then bouncing uh, due to two genes found in his DNA that contribute to Alzheimer's. Uh, he has emphasized he is not retiring and has not been diagnosed with Alzheimer's. He's just taking a large chunk of time off. He wants to spend time with the kids. Yeah. I get it. No, I mean, yeah, you should spend time with them while you're not 
midst Alzheimer's because yeah. that's horrible. Yeah. Uh, any of you that have gone through that, I have. It's fucking terrible. Yeah, I have not. And I mean, it's hard to imagine, but I imagine it is a difficult situation. Yeah, it's fucked up. Especially like going from like being able to live by yourself to needing 24 hour care, like almost (sighs) like that. Yeah, that's not always how it happens, but yeah, it can. It can. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely fucked. Um, he, uh, yeah, there's no, it, it's not to say that he will for sure get it. There's not like, it's not like a hundred percent chance that he's going to eventually have Alzheimer's. Yeah, right, right. It's just, he has a much larger chance of getting it than you're the average person. Sure. Which is crazy. It's like, yeah, it's fucked up. I really like Chris, so. Yeah. It's kind of sad to hear. Yes. Um. Bob next on headlines. In a strange twist of events, Bob Chopek is officially out as CEO of Disney. Replacing him is ex-Disney CEO Bob Iger. So Iger is back. Uh, Along with that, one of the first things Iger has said is he plans to put decision-making back into the hands of creatives. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Like, I know that uh, Chopek was catching a lot of shit for how he was running the business, more based on how the parks were being run. Yeah. Uh, But I feel like he was previously the head of the parks. Yeah. Um, But then, like, I guess he had more decision-making power, so he was changing other stuff. I don't know exactly. But I didn't know anything about him having, like problems with like the regular Disney animation studios or their TV or anything yeah. like that or with the Marvel stuff. Yeah. I don't I didn't know he had anything like yeah. any negative influence on any of that. Yeah, I don't I don't know. If we take a look at some of the more recent Marvel movies, um I could see where Maybe he got in the way, but I also feel like that's that's still kind of a stretch because the stuff's all like been in production for a long time. Yeah, and it's primarily in the hands of Feige. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't think that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. Same thing with Star Wars. So what I thought was interesting, yeah, same thing with Star Wars. And yeah. so what I thought was interesting about Iger's comment is, I I wonder if it's more of like a oh hey while this is happening let's try to. Uh, fix everything we fucked up in the last two years and by saying blame this it on Chopik. Yeah. And like, just blame it on that's him. Dumb. So, you know, that's speculation. Yeah. I don't, I don't actually, I'm not, I don't have a spy at Disney headquarters. Shh. Don't wink. I winked with this eye. Oh, the one they can't see. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, but yes, yeah, so I, I, I just thought, I thought Iger's comment was interesting, comes at an interesting time, as we've seen, I, I feel like a little bit more, uh, critiquing and divisiveness out of some of the more recent Marvel movies. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think it's at all, all about the Marvel movies. I think it's about everything, but I'm not sure like what I think. I, I also think it's like kind of the, uh, the 
corporate stooge mentality where like yeah. something happens, the stock price starts going down, the board of directors is like, we gotta blame somebody. You, you get the fuck out. Yeah. You know, and I mean, I don't think he was popular inside the company. Um, but no, from, from reports, yeah. like, you know, from what's been online and stuff, it doesn't seem like he was well liked. Yeah. So I don't know that he actually did anything, but we don't know. And it was all very, very sudden. Yeah. And like immediately replaced, not like, yeah, we'll vote on this this week. It'll end up in the news. And then like in a month, we'll say that we're hiring this guy back. And yeah. then like a month later, he replaces him. This was all like on Sunday. Yeah. Which isn't even a day that this kind of news normally comes out. Yeah. Just so like he got a call at home. Yeah. And was like, hey, man. Uh, so, uh, you know, Disney board of directors here. We're going to fire you today and uh, don't come to work tomorrow. Yeah. Well, it was like they caught him in the closet fucking mini. And like, <laughs> you know, which is normal for a CEO, but he was also like live streaming it. Uh, so they, they had to get rid of him. So they called Bob real quick and they're like, all right, we need you back. He's like, ah, he, I, I was watching the live stream. I know. <laughs> Tell Minnie I'm on my way. <laughs> oh, weird. Uh, but I, it wasn't I mean, Pluto. Uh, <laughs> Pluto was there. So. Uh, but no, like, I don't know. It, it's almost like he did something that day or yeah. like that weekend. Yeah. And like, they were like, oh, because that was what everybody was saying when it first broke. Yeah. They were like, what just happened? Did yeah. he, he did something. They're trying to, you know, stem the tide of a scandal or something like that. Yeah. But like, nothing's come out. So like, yeah. either they stemmed the tide or... Uh, it's it's just weird. Yeah, no, it's super weird. And for like Iger to come back is also weird because yeah. like they must have been desperate. Like yeah. not not he didn't necessarily like leave on bad terms, but like, yeah, but like everyone was happy when he stepped down. Yeah, because everybody thought everything that was going on at that time was his fault. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, whatever. So I, yeah, it's it's definitely interesting. So then, then it, I also do wonder if it was a situation where they were like, yeah, Iger's gone, and then Iger's been gone for a minute, and they're like, what did we do? It could be that. <laughs> it could very well be that. Um, There was a lot of Reddit comments of people that said they worked at uh, Disney and the various parks and stuff. So when he was lower, when Chopek was lower down the food chain, yeah. he would like go and talk to... Like the whole company at that park or whatever, oh, right? Yeah. Uh, and they were like, he was, he was like a charismaless piece of toast, <laughs> and they couldn't figure out how he had that job, let alone continue to rise through the company. So I don't know. I it it could be that they needed somebody to blame for stuff, but they didn't actually want to get rid of Iger. So Iger left and they brought him in and yeah. he soaked up all the shit. And then they were like, okay, you're done. Get out. Yeah. We're throwing away the sponge. <laughs> Come back. Yeah. I don't know. Or, I mean, Dude, these are all, this is all bullshit. Yeah, we're it, it, we're pulling just, it out we're our ass. Speculating, you know, we could speculate a little further. Cause Iger did retire at an interesting 
time when lots of CEOs were retiring and there was, mm-hmm. you know, some conspiracy theories about Maybe they had some already crazy shit going the tide down. Of yeah. the scandal and now they're pulling the band-aid off because the tide has passed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I want to see what other CEOs return to their roles. Oh god. <laughs> oh, the old guard is back. <laughs> The old guard of two, what, two years ago? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, that's pretty much that for that. Like, you know, most most of what we were saying is just speculation. Oh, thoughts, yeah. So, you know, you know, take that with a grain of salt. Uh, but Iger being back is a true statement. That is a real thing that just happened, as wild as it may seem. Yep. So, uh, but yeah, so up next for headlines, I got good news. Well, I guess sort maybe good news. I hope it's good news. I don't know. Because I'm about to tank everything. Yeah, you are. Marvel's Blade Project has found its new director. Okay. With Helmer Jan Demange. And I'm pretty sure I said that right. Okay. He previously directed an episode of Lovecraft Country. Just one? Just one. That's not how it was worded in the title. Nope. Because I was like, I don't remember his name on that show. So I checked. It was one episode. Uh, Which, I mean, okay. He has like some other director credits. Okay. But this will definitely be his biggest project he's ever worked on. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, I hope it's, you know, a similar thing where they bring in somebody that has some TV experience, even if it's streaming TV. Yeah. And they bring them in and they blow up uh, and they just do great. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Cause I mean, I, w- I want another good blade movie. Yeah. The first, you know, the, the first one was good. The second one, as far as I remember was okay. Yeah. The second one's not bad. It's a little so, weird, but it's not bad. Third one's a little rough. Well, you know, you put triple H in a movie. Um, yep. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I hope that movie is good. Yeah, I do too. Uh, this, you know, the director change is interesting. I, you know, I don't know if that had anything to do with Chopek. Uh Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. a lot of things that have, you know, happened. Um, but I, I don't know. You can't, you can't blame like Phase Four, and like you can't blame like, uh, um, the Book of Boba Fett, or you know any of the stuff that people don't like about whatever, you can't blame that all on Chopek because he wasn't there that long. No, yeah, you he know? wasn't. That's like, that's like, you know, we replaced the head coach of this team and he didn't immediately turn it around this season, so we're going to fire him too. And it's like, he didn't hire any of these people. <laughs> <laughs> he just came in and was like, all right, guys, we got to try and turn it around. Yeah. This is how I do it. How do you guys do it? And like, there's a long conversation that usually involves like the company or team or whatever continuing to struggle until that guy can like turn it into what he knows works. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know that Chopek had that chance. And I don't like, like we said, we don't know what happened. And I don't think that, you know, it could have had something to do with the director of Blade leaving. Uh, it, I don't know. It, it could have been that they had done 16 rewrites and he was like, I'm fucking out of here. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, I'm, I'm super excited for the Blade movie. Uh, I, I hope it's good. Yeah. I hope it's good and, like, adult enough. Yeah. So we'll see how that turns out. But that's all we got today for Headlines. Uh, I have a, another Marvel news thing before we go to the, the depressing part of the show. Okay. We got um, the dude that played Shatterstar in, Dare, in Daredevil in... Uh, in Deadpool 2? Yeah. He's going to be in Deadpool 3. Fuck yeah. Think about that for a second. I'm not correlating all of the contents of my brain. Uh, he like parachutes into uh, the rotor blades of a helicopter in, oh, yeah. in Deadpool 2. Yeah. <laughs> But he's gonna be in Deadpool three. He's also he's also the like plot armor bullshit character in the new Mortal Kombat movie. He's the same actor. Oh, oh. yeah. Mm. So like, is it, is it just gonna be like his ear and Deadpool's had it in his pocket for like two years? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. If it's going to be like a alternate universe version, like he's going to like come to the MCU from the Fox dimension and like Deadpool is, he's going to be like, Hey, I know you, you got fucking killed by a helicopter. (laughs) And he's going to be like, yeah, what? And then that's the, all he's in the movie. I don't know. It'd be pretty funny. I'm ready for Deadpool three. Yeah. Can we have Deadpool three like for Christmas? Cause all I want for Christmas is my Deadpool three. Ryan. No? Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but that'll be it for headlines. Haha, <laughs> I stole your thing. You did. Now so that's it for headlines. Uh, <laughs> now nah, it's time for Memento Mori. Oh, no. Uh, can, first one we, we got... Go back to headlines? Yeah. The first <laughs> one we have is for to, from today. Like, right before we started writing the show. Oh, fuck. Um, I don't think I've seen this one. Uh, James Winburn has passed. Uh, he was Winburn. he was the stuntman who portrayed Michael Myers in the original Halloween movie. Mm. Um, okay. He's also in some other stuff. That's not the only thing that he did. Uh, he did some 70s and 80s TV action where he was a stuntman in, like, McLeod, The Six Million Dollar Man, Bionic Woman. He did films like Poseidon Adventure, The Fog, The Stuntman, Escape from New York, and Tron. He was in everything from the 70s and 80s. Sounds like it. I mean, you said Tron. Was there anything else? Wow. (laughs) Wow. That's all that existed, right? Uh... He was a stunt double for stars such as Peter O'Toole, Barry Bostwick, Stan Lee, Chevy Chase, George ha- Hamilton, David Hasselhoff, and many more. He's a stunt double for Stan Lee? And David Hasselhoff, like, separately. Is, 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 is this guy a skinwalker? Yes. I don't know. Huh. Um, he directed movies. Uh, probably stuff that uh, Dave has seen. Uh, Miami Beach Cops. Uh, That's Dave. The Death Merchant. That's definitely Dave. And The Evil Altar. That might be Dave. But yeah, he uh, he passed away 
I'm assuming today. That's when the news came out. Or maybe yesterday. This came out yesterday. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Rest in peace. Yeah. James Wimber. Uh, the other one comes from uh, Monday. Or Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Jason David Frank passed away at 49. Oh, James Winburn was 85, by the way. Oh, loved a good life. Yeah. Uh, Jason David Frank passed at uh, 49. You know him from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Uh, he was the Green Ranger and the White Ranger and later the Red Ranger and something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that was in. That was... Uh... So when he like comes, he like comes back like eight, ten years later or something, and it's like I don't remember. I think he also like had the Gold Ranger power armor. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I like watched Power Rangers when I was a kid, but after like the first three seasons, I'm uh, like I don't have a. I don't know when don't the stuff with lot. the Green and White Rangers happened, but that's kind of what I watched, sort of. I think. Yeah, it's like. For I think he, I think the Green Ranger stuff happens towards the end of the first season. Sure, maybe early second season. White Ranger stuff is, yeah, season two. It's also weird because like it's not broken up the way that we like typically think of things being broken up. Yeah, because it's not. Uh... Well, if you didn't know this, Power Rangers isn't a real show. <laughs> uh, it's, it's not. <laughs> it's like it's a real show with half a real show pasted on top of it. Yeah. Um they took a Japanese show for all the action and everything and they shot some stuff with the American actors and then like cut it in to you and then like voiced over the rest of it. Yeah. In case you didn't know that. Go watch yeah. uh what was that in? Was that Super in the Toys That Made now. Us? Yeah, it's in the, the, the Toys That Made Us, us yeah. the whole thing. On Netflix, you should watch that. Um, but the, yeah, they explain everything about Saban and stuff. That dude was genius. He made so much money off of that shit. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, so Jason David Frank uh passed away uh Saturday night or Sunday morning, something like that. Yeah. Uh he was forty nine. Um the cause of death has not been revealed at this time, but reports are saying that it was suicide. Oh, yeah, I didn't realize they hadn't officially revealed yeah. it. Um, apparently, he has been going through a... Had been going through a uh, messy divorce, and there was, an al- like, not an altercation, but, like, a phone argument with his ex-wife, to-be ex-wife. I'm not sure if they had finished the divorce yet. Yeah. Um, and she called the cops after the argument, and then... I think there was a wellness check after the argument, after she Ooh. called the cops. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. That's so, rough. Uh, I hope he is at peace. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's unfortunate events. Uh sad day yeah so rest in peace jason david frank um it's always really hard coming out of this this segment <laughs> memento yeah. mori uh because then we try to pick the show back up and it's just yeah. awkward as fuck but uh you know how i like i mean 
Yeah, we should probably like start modeling our segues after somebody. You know who has really good segues? Who? Uh, Bert Kreischer. Oh, yeah, yeah. He has amazing segues. Yeah. They're great. Thank you for saying his name because I couldn't remember it off the top of my head and I was going to have to look it up. Um, So, (laughs) welcome to the trailer park. (laughs) Bert has a movie coming out. Oh, does he? Yeah. Uh, And we watched the trailer for it. Um... It's we based did. on his most famous bit. Story. Like the thing that propelled him into any kind of fame. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, mach- the, 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 the movie is called The Machine. Yeah. And apparently it's about him getting involved with Russian crime families. Yeah. So. But like as himself, I think. Yeah. Uh, so so <laughs> in the trailer, the chick is talking. And she's like telling him the story, and you don't in the trailer you don't realize she's telling Bert the story. Yeah. So there's a guy on this train, and he has a shirt off the whole time, and she's like telling the story. So like you 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 kind of pick up. I thought what I thought when we were watching the trailer, I was like, "Fucking Bert's not even going to be in the movie." He wrote, <laughs> he wrote the movie about his bit. Yeah. And then he made a movie. Like that, that's, that's what he did. And which which comedians have done before. Usually not to any degree of success. Mm. Um, but she, so you see all these flashbacks yeah. that you don't realize are flashbacks. You just hear her telling the story. Sure. And then at near the, more toward the end of the trailer, like maybe halfway through or so, uh, it shows Bert and she's telling him the story. And he says, this is where I'm, pu- I'm pulling <laughs> this whole theory I have about this movie from this one line. Uh-huh. And he says... Oh, I'm your origin story. Because yeah. <laughs> she's talking about how he like stole some jewel or something like that. And so what I think what I think this movie is, is I think this movie is a sequel to a joke that Bert told that got him famous. Yeah. Like, so I think all the flashbacks, the guy with his shirt off is clearly Bert. Is, and is he the casts some like super tall, jacked ripped guy. And uh, so, so the flashbacks are the joke that he told that got him. Which I don't know that it's not true. Like I'm not saying it's not true. Like he says this is a true story that happened to him. Yeah. Like on late night shows and stuff like yeah. that. What I find hard to believe is he got approval <laughs> to make a movie about this joke from these people from the Russian mafia or whoever that took him on this on this adventure. Dude, uh, who knows? But. Uh, so yeah, I'm 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 ninety percent sure we're gonna see the joke in the flashbacks, and then the movie is a sequel to the joke when the little girl grows up and has to hunt down the jewels that he stole when he was off adventuring with the Russian mafia. Go watch the machine, the special. <laughs> you just killed Rick. Look, Rick, don't die. Uh. He's not stand up worth the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the heads are too big. That's why you leave them in the box. Uh, <laughs> but go go watch the like comedy special so you know what the fuck we're talking about. Um and then go watch the trailer. It looks it looks funny. Yeah. You get, so he's he's told this he's told this story so many times, but like you can get on uh, YouTube or I imagine TikTok or Reels or whatever and just type in Burt Kreischer the Machine. Yeah. If you haven't heard him tell the story, it is definitely one of the funniest stories. Oh yeah, it's funny as hell. Like 
Burt Kreischer is like if so, if God gave Dane Cook any talent. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird description. Well, so like I'm I can listen to Dane Cook tell a story. Sure. Like I I I don't mind him as a storyteller. I just don't think he's necessarily like hilarious or like really that funny but like i think his stories are engaging so i've i've been able to like watch his stand-up but it does not it's not stand-up to me we have young listeners because i feel like they won't even know who the fuck dane cook is so like when's the last time he put a special out that was like on anything worthwhile all right so let's bring back waiting um so (laughs) dane cook is in waiting with ryan reynolds which i assume everyone in the world has seen multiple times no uh, <laughs> that's it's not true at all yeah i can't actually believe that I, that movie was like as small of a movie as it was like when i watched it i watched it in theaters i thought it was yeah uh, it was like this giant comedy that came out and then like nobody nobody knows yeah only a few people have seen yeah. it and know what we're talking the about. hangover got sequels and waiting got a straight to dvd sequel yeah back when straight to dvd was a thing instead of straight to streaming and, yeah you know after VHS, before streaming, ask your parents. Yeah. <laughs> Waiting is definitely funnier than The Hangover. I mean, I like The Hangover, but like Waiting was like, had like an all star cast and everything. Yeah. Well, Waiting is like, the, the thing I like, so the thing I like about The Waiting versus The Hangover, which this isn't the first time I've heard, like, had this comparison or like discussed this comparison, which is mm. interesting. But, uh, like waiting is like situational restaurant humor. Yeah. Like you have to get it. Like the hangover is like jokes and setup. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah. Like so that's, that's like why I like the that's why I like waiting more than I like hangover. But Yeah, Dane Cook. That's not what we were talking about. We were talking about Bert. Yep. Yeah. Weird tangent. I don't know. You brought up fucking Dane Cook and then you brought up waiting. And then you, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He's out of control. I so anyway, also have trouble focusing. The machine. Yeah, the machine. Uh, I don't know when it's coming out. Well, neither, but I want to watch it. Yep. Like tomorrow. Hey, Bert, can we have the machine for Christmas, please? <laughs> I'll spend all Christmas Day in a movie theater watching Deadpool 3 three times and the machine twice fuck it let's get quantum mania too hey kevin yeah i know you listen because we suck your dick all the time yeah also will you go ahead and just confirm that james gunn is doing quantum mania like or did do quantum mania like just what like they're lying to us it's a james gunn movie <laughs> anyway that's gonna do it for the trailer park yeah no more trailer park Let's uh, ride this Cadillac out of here. Uh, we got we got recommendations now. We do have recommendations. Go ahead. Uh, I <laughs> I don't actually recommend this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got a couple things we'll do real here real quick. Um, so first off, Rick and Morty came back this week. Uh, might be one of the best episodes I've seen. Of anything ever. And I feel like I say that a lot. He says that every fucking time a new episode comes out. <laughs> and I 
I just like I've stopped watching the show because I'm just like it can't be that good. <laughs> I'll just imagine that it was that good and then I'm missing out and that's better than being disappointed. <laughs> and uh no, last season was weird. I didn't say it about last season. Last season I was like what in the fuck is happening like yeah, most of the time. But this season has been really good and then and there's a couple episodes in the first half of the season that I was like, holy fuck, this episode is amazing. But this, Doug texted me and was like, dude, did you watch Rick and Morty yet? And I was like, no. And he was like, you gotta watch it, and, da -da -da and all this stuff. And so then I watched it, like, right before going to work. Mm. And I was like, oh yeah, Rick and Morty, let's watch it. So Cassie and I sat down and watched it. And I was watching it, and I was like, what the actual fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like the, I can't even like I just want everyone to see this episode because this episode is fucking wild especially if like you talk about like writing or stories or like you, you know you know the mechanics behind that stuff like this is one of those meta episodes that just like broke me <laughs> I was just like fuck and it's a sequel to a previous episode which we don't get a lot of in Rick and Morty but this was really good. This is so good. I'm over the moon about it. Uh, but then I also watched uh, the first episode of The Cabinets of Curiosity, which is a Guillermo del Toro Netflix uh, anthology series. Yes. Uh, I watched the first episode. Um, I previously talked about anthology shows. Uh, I either get super into them or I hate them. Um, mm. After the first episode... Uh, I mean, it's kind of funny. It's about, like, this, like, super conservative, like, veteran dude that, like, is a piece of shit. He, like, buys storage units and sells people's shit that they couldn't afford to keep. Yeah. Um, storage wars. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he was in a real war. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, like, finds something. But there was a very heavy, like, blue is right, red is bad. Bad like tone over the whole episode, which like I don't yeah. necessarily mind, like, but it felt like a little much. I don't know. Anytime it's... a message is entirely too heavy handed, then it, whether you agree with it or not, it's entirely too heavy handed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I don't know. So that was kind of weird. That kind of like threw me off throughout the first episode. And then. It was, I don't like, I just, like, it was, it was kind of predictable, mm. which, I mean, Guillermo del Toro is not necessarily not predictable, but it usually has a little bit more artistic integrity. However, he's not, like, directing any of these. It is, like, his director's collection. Like, they're all directed by different directors yeah. and stuff like that, and so it's, like, his, his, like, director's collection thing. Um... So it's interesting. Like I said, I've only watched the first episode. Uh, if you like anthologies or you need something short to watch or throw on, then, you know, check that out. Cool. Cool. Uh, I watched a couple things on Netflix as well. What'd you watch? I watched This Is The End. I love that movie. <laughs> the uh, apocalyptic comedy mm -hmm. uh, with, like, everyone from... 2014 yeah. <laughs> uh, like literally everyone like uh i can't even begin to like you know seth rogan uh jay burchell 
you got uh Jonah Hill and uh uh fucking James Franco. James Franco and uh God uh fucking Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum is, is like there's like a cameo Michael Sarah. <laughs> yeah, Michael Sarah is, is awful in it. Uh <laughs> on purpose. It's great. Yeah. Um, Cuz he's, you know, Michael Sarah. <laughs> yeah. Rihanna's like sort of in it. She's in it, but she's like like a extended cameo kind of. Um uh Kevin Hart is like an extended cameo. Yeah. Jason Siegel is like an extended cameo. Uh, what the fuck is the one dude's name? Big ass titties. Uh, Craig Robinson. No, Craig Robinson is not the one I'm talking about, but Craig Robinson is, is in the whole movie. Um, God damn it. He's red in. Oh, Pineapple uh, Express. fuck. Why didn't I just Danny McBride? Danny McBride. Yeah. Uh, so basically, Jay and Seth are are good friends, right, from Canada, yeah. and they grew up together and came up through the the ranks together. And then uh, Seth kind of like shot up, and Jay kind of stayed where he was. And it's like Jay comes to visit, and they like are broing down, and then he's like, "Hey, we're gonna go to a party at James Franco's house." And he's like, Ugh, I fucking hate all those people. I hate LA <laughs> and I hate those people. And so it's like, no, 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 let's hang out with him. So they go to hang out and then the world ends uh, yeah. <laughs> during their party. And uh, like, the, like full on biblical apoc- apocalypse, like the rapture, um, demons like walking the earth, like every biblical uh like natural disaster other than the flood because everything's already on fire so they don't need the water um <laughs> but really they it, the water would be kind of nice um and like they're trying to survive in James Franco's house and uh like they try to convince Emma Watson they're try- they're not trying to rape her um yeah uh does like everybody dies everybody dies whether they go to heaven or not is <laughs> another story uh but yeah it's it's a super funny movie and also like what the fuck <laughs> we got we got a christian biblical apocalypse with like cum jokes in it yeah lots of cum jokes yeah. And it's just fucking hilarious. This so is not Nicolas Cage's Left Behind. No, but they were left behind. Uh, <laughs> so it's like it's like the uh, it's the atheists left behind. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, like oh shit, this did happen. Fuck. Oh <laughs> uh, well. So yeah, if you're if you're into that. If you're into those comedies like uh, Super Bad, Pineapple Express, uh, Knocked Up, those kind of movies, yeah, and you're also into like crazy apocalyptic shit and like survival stuff, yeah, go check this movie out if you've never seen it before. It's like my favorite of all of those movies, probably. Uh, it came out in 2013. It's rated R as fuck. Yeah, it's like 
almost NC-17. Yeah, if there was, like, more uh, actual person dick or, yeah. like, a vagina in there somewhere or something, yeah, then it'd probably be NC-17. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I watched that, and then I watched, uh, uh this is gonna be weird. I watched, uh, one of the documentaries that's been on there now, uh, The Redeem Team, about, uh, the 2008? 2006? I don't know. When, when, when's the Summer Olympics? Was it 2008? Eight. I think we had it in 12. So, so 2008. Yeah, 2008. Four. Yeah. Yeah, because we had 2000 Olympics. Okay. Right, so, I yeah. I don't know. I'm was not that a sports Atlanta? guy. You're asking 96 the wrong was Atlanta. about sports. So, 2008 was the uh, Summer Olympics in Beijing. And that was when uh, uh, the U.S., it, like three years before that, the U.S. entered into like actual like world tournaments and stuff, yeah, as opposed to just showing up at the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Um, because in 2004, the U.S. men's basketball got bronze, mm-hmm. and that was like the first time in I don't remember how long it was 20 years or 20, it was like nine Olympics or something like that. Yeah. So 36 years. Yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first time that the U.S. men's Olympic team didn't win gold. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> it wasn't. It wasn't that long. Seventies. I don't. Know. I don't remember. You got to watch it. You got to watch it. Um, but it was like LeBron and Kobe and uh, uh, Mello and like uh. Fuck, I can't remember everyone's names. Uh, Dwayne Wade. Uh, basically, like, everyone that has been... That everyone has talked about being the greatest of all time in the last 15 years was on this team. Yeah. Um, it's basically like a repeat of the Dream Team, right? Yeah. The Dream Team was, like, 92, which was, like, Michael and fucking Magic and... You know, all those guys. Um, and it talks about like uh, like how that came to be and like how we went from it all being college guys to opening it up to the NBA and then the NBA guys kind of like starting to wane on giving a shit about the Olympics yeah. and then uh the in 2004 one of the reasons that we had problems was because uh it was in Greece it's in Athens and uh <clears throat> it was right after uh we went into Iraq mm-hmm. and a lot of guys were worried about their safety yeah and um so they just declined to go so then they got a lot of the younger guys to go and um, they ended up losing and they all like felt terrible about it and stuff. Yeah. So then they, and all this time, like we never had to qualify because we always got gold. Yeah. So once they lost and then they had to go qualify 
to get into the Olympics. So uh, they had to like go to these world championship tournaments. So they were actually like playing during the NBA offseason every year up until oh, the Olympics. So then crazy. they like became like a real team as opposed to being like guys that got together three months before the Olympics yeah. and go and like beat everyone's ass because they're from the NBA. Yeah. And they're you just know? like the best of all the teams. <clears throat> yeah. But now yeah. like everything's different now because like, and even then in, in 08, even then it was different in 04, it was different. Um, where like the other countries were starting to have their own, you know, like stars that were going to the NBA, but they would come back for the Olympics. Yeah. And they would have these teams that these guys, you know, they grew up with these guys and like, they knew how these guys played and they had like real teams. Yeah. You know, they were like basically like an actual NBA team playing against a bunch of NBA guys that were used to being the only guy on their team, you know, yeah, the big star on their team. So they didn't know how to fucking work together. And that's how they ended up losing and shit. But it's really interesting. It's cool. And you like get some insight into some of those guys. If you give a shit about basketball, it's also yeah, kind of just interesting cool. in general. I do think I want to watch that. Yeah. I thought it was really good. Yeah. Um, and it's like super fucking sad to see Kobe and his kids. <laughs> like, cause both yeah. his daughters were there Ooh. in Beijing. Mm. And like, I was like, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I, I, actually think I, would, I don't think I would be sad about that, but holy shit. And then you said it was sad to see Kobe, and I was like, oh yeah, shit. Yeah. But, I mean, it's it's really good. Um, so if you guys care about basketball at all, or just inter- interested in, like, sports documentaries, I think it's a really interesting one. Um... But yeah, that's that's what I got for recommendations. Nice. I have another recommendation. Oh. Uh, oh. You and I hadn't talked about this yet. Oh. And I don't think you went and seen it yet. Oh. But Cassie and I on Saturday had like an impromptu movie date. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? It was spontaneous. This is bullshit. Are you actually mad? I wouldn't have told you this on the show. <laughs> Just fucking do it. Oh. Um, I don't want to. Just turn turn the knife. You already stuck it in there. Go ahead and turn it. I was trying to think of another movie that was out because that would have been funny. <laughs> but I don't know what else is out. <laughs> You're a terrible liar. <laughs> um... No, Black Panther is interesting. You're a fucking prick. It's interesting. I'm sad. Don't be mad at me. Like, decided last minute. Yeah, I mean, I would hope if you had time to think about it, you wouldn't have betrayed me. (laughs) (laughs) Um... So it's like kind of sad. Yeah, I'm sure like it is. Super sad. Um, oh, you mean the movie? <laughs> I did mean the movie. <laughs> um, I 
Unless you want all the feels in the theater, like I would say you could wait till it came out on Disney to go see it. Well, Bill from Indy told me that it was bad, so. So, I didn't care for the first one. Yeah. I feel like I'm not going to care for this one. I'm going to be sad because a real person died that was like a cool dude. Yeah. But like, other than that, I'm going to be like, yep. Ah. Mm hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I was initially excited because of who our antagonist was. Mm. And then after the trailer, I was a little less excited. Mm. And then throughout the movie, I was like, ah. Mm -hmm. Why? Yeah. So, yeah. I know. I I guess I just wanted to say I don't recommend seeing it in theaters. Like, I almost did wait for it to come out, like on Disney Plus, because I wasn't sure because of the trailer. Mm. And then, but yeah, we were in Lafayette. We went to a rage room. Like that's fun. Mm. That's that's one of the funnest things I've ever done. So you go in this room, and you just destroy shit. <laughs> Like, give them a little bit of money, and then you just go destroy shit. I'm going to turn this into a rage room here pretty soon. (laughs) (laughs) Just going to, you know, flatten this tablecloth out a little bit over here. (laughs) But yeah, the rage room was fun. Yeah, where is that at? Well, never mind. We'll we'll talk about it. In Lafayette. Outside of this. I meant, like, where exactly is it at? Oh, I thought that was to, another like... pun about you raging out on me. No. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> no. Anyway, are you done recommending things yeah. that I haven't done or seen or <laughs> had fun with or had a chance to have an opinion on? I, or... <laughs> I recommend <laughs> Did you go see Black Adam? I, no, I didn't go see Black Adam. I think we can rent it this week. Good, because that's what I was waiting on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dwayne. You didn't send it to us. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah. And also, there's too much confusion about what the fuck is happening with the DCU. So, <laughs> Whatever. Um, yeah, no. I, I'm done. After I recommend going to a rage room and smashing things to your heart's content. Yeah. I'm done with recommendations. Okay. So uh, now it's time for Shane's game roundabout. Yeah. Roundabout. We're gonna throw some dice around. Oh, are we? Do we need dice? No, no, no. Oh. It's fine. Uh, so I played Zombicide with some people this week. Not Russell, and not because I didn't invite him, because he was stabbing <laughs> me in the back and going to watch a movie without me that I need that I wanted to see. Um, well, the movie was on Saturday. Shut up. Um, <laughs> uh, so we played the we played uh, Zombicide Undead or Alive, which is if you didn't listen last week, it's a uh, Western version of the Zombicide franchise. Works. Mostly the same. 
Uh, except it's harder. Uh, we didn't beat any of the of the scenarios from the book. Not one. We None? we we played we played mission zero, which uh-huh. is supposed to be like an introduction to the game. Yeah, and we played it twice. It's two fucking tiles. Two two tiles. Okay. We we lost twice. <coughs> so we're like, okay, you guys want to keep playing? Yeah, sure. Okay. We'll we'll skip this one. We'll play mission one. Okay, that one was four tiles. We reset the game after three turns because we were going to lose. <laughs> and then we played it again. And we played this the second time we played it with eight characters, two characters per person, four people playing, and we fucking lost again. Bro. I'm sorry I wasn't there. What the fuck? It's so hard. <laughs> um We may long- have also been stupid, but that's neither here nor there. But <laughs> how long are the games on this one? Uh I mean those can be fairly short, but the 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 estimated time for the games is obnoxiously way too short. Like yeah. they they say the first one should take ten minutes. The first try we we took maybe forty five minutes. Uh, yeah. The second try, I think we took a little bit longer because we were trying to be more careful. Yeah. Um. But it it was still like probably just under an hour. And then uh, the other time, the other one, uh, we we lost within an hour or so. Uh, the one that we played with eight characters. Um, so, like the they they introduced a, an interesting mechanic. The other games basically, it's like go and complete the objectives, make it to the exit square, right? Yeah. This one is like uh, sometimes it's like that, but they have these train tiles, mm-hmm. um, and then you have like a timekeeping, like you use a you use another uh, like a a token that goes across and then once it leaves the map then you flip over the train tiles so yeah. like on one side it's train tracks on the other side it's the train mm-hmm. and then like the next turn it moves over and then like the other train tile becomes the cars yeah and then the next turn the the engine is off the board and becomes the this side's train tile and then just the uh the cars are on the map and then the next turn there's no train Mm. and you have to get off on the train okay so you have like however many turns it takes for the marker to get across the uh the map and then you have one two three four turns while the train is on the board to get onto the train to get off the map so that one is like timing and stuff, and mm-hmm. it, we were like, "Oh my god, we have to hurry and do the stuff," and that's kind of where we got fucked. Yeah. Um, but it was it was fun. We were just like, "Why is it so hard?" <laughs> it can be hard and fun. Yeah, it was it yeah. was super fun. That's good. It was super fun, but it was like it was punishing. Like they've they've gotten rid of some of the the like 
easier stuff because in the 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 way the difficulty of the game works as your characters get better you go you gain uh they call them adrenaline points it's basically experience um as you kill zombies you gain points and you go from blue to yellow to orange to red and you gain abilities as you do that and extra actions and and shit like that and uh the cards start at blue they have all all four settings on them so then like you know you pull one that has like the walker zombies and it's like it'll spawn two walkers Mm -hmm. on blue but it'll spawn four on yellow and six on uh yellow or orange and then like eight or ten or whatever on red right right um so a lot of the stuff that was like really bad wouldn't have anything on blue like abominations abominations are big bad zombies that come out and they're harder to kill and they kill you really easy and they do extra special stuff yeah these come out all the time they come out they just come out there's no they don't come out on blue they come out whenever you draw them not only do they come out they make their own spawn zone so then it, they not only do they come out and fuck with you, they increase the number of zombies that are coming out every turn until you kill them. That's obnoxious. And like the way the previous games worked, you would go into a building. If you went into a building, the building would spawn zombies because, you know, right. you there's zombies in the building. Somebody lived there. They're dead now. They're undead now. Yeah. So you would like, okay there's one in in some of the older ones is like okay there's three rooms i draw three cards in second edition they printed the the buildings to where that was like this room is lit this room is dark this room is lit the only spawn zombies in the dark rooms yeah in this one they have corpse piles (laughs) on the tiles in some of the rooms Mm -hmm. so when you go into a building that has corpse piles you put a spawn token there and zombies spawn there until you break the spawn and you have to have holy water so you can find holy water by searching rooms or you can find holy water by getting water and having a uh is a true believer i don't remember what the class is but basically priests and nuns can make regular water into holy water and Mm -hmm. then they can destroy that but like if you don't have one of those and can't find holy water, then it just keeps, it's like a random extra spawn that just shows up and just keeps pumping out zombies. Yeah. So like fucked. Yeah. The, the number of spawns gets really high, really fast. If you don't manage it. Yeah. And we kept not managing. (laughs) We're just trying to play it like the other games have been. And we're just like, do to do. Oh fuck! Why is there seventeen spawns on the board, guys? We're going. We're getting so many cards. Oh fuck! So yeah, it was it was mostly like tactical error, but like also just like the game is way more punishing if you are not like managing the spawns and stuff. Yeah. Whereas like the other games, it was like if you got powerful enough, it didn't matter. You were just like. I yeah. fucking kill all the zombies, bitch. Yeah. This one's like, I got a six shooter that I got to reload every other action. That's all I got. <laughs> Help. <laughs> There's 32 <laughs> zombies coming at me. I ain't got that many bullets. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So. 
That's kind of how it feels. It's super fun, though. Yeah. Um, looking forward to playing it some more. Yeah, it sounds fun. Yeah. It sounds interesting. Yeah. Uh, we've also been playing some more uh, Modern Warfare. Yeah. Uh, we've been playing DMZ. Yeah. Uh, I played a little bit with you. Yeah. You played DM- You played a little bit. I've been playing with uh, Bill from Indy. Um, a little bit with uh, our friend Mike. And then uh, I played with Chad and someone else that Barry knows. I don't remember their name um it was weird because i was like i was trying to play with barry because i saw that barry was on yeah right i was like texting him and he was like nah i just got up i'm i'm going to like take a shower and go to bed i was like bro he's like play with chad i was like okay so i was playing <laughs> i was just like playing random shit with chad and then chad went to the bathroom or something and this random person I didn't know joined my party. <laughs> and I was like, who the fuck is this? And they were like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> and we're just like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> and then Chad came back and he was like, what the fuck? <laughs> it was funny. It was good stuff. But we played with him a little bit. And um, DMZ is very interesting. So if you guys have played Warzone or know what Warzone is, uh, the new... Call of Duty has a, like a huge map uh, for Warzone and DMZ. Um, and Warzone is like your generic uh, battle royale. They've added some stuff this year that's a little different, but it's still a battle royale. Um, yeah. But DMZ uses that map, but you basically go in. It's a lot more. I feel like it's a lot more like uh, Outbreak, but with people. Yeah. So yeah. like... You can go in with a squad of up to three. Uh, a bunch of other people can go in with squads up to three, and it's PvP. But there's also AI, and there's less people than there are, I think, than uh, when you play uh, the Battle Royale. And yeah. um, the sh- map also doesn't shrink the same way, at least until you get to, like, 25 minutes. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't, like, force the issue of of the PvP. Yeah. Uh, so there's all kinds of like contracts and, uh, special shit to do around the map and you can like go and just like steal shit, uh, from like shirt, shirt jacks hanging on hangers and computers on the ground and, uh, yeah, lots of looting. Yeah. Looting anything that you can think of to loot, you know, medicine cabinets, um, shit just laying on fucking shelves and shit. Uh, and it's, it's, uh, it's kind of like, uh, Tarkov light. So like, you don't really build anything, but you do only have one life. Um, and if you die, you lose everything that you have on you. So you have to exfil with stuff. Yeah. And then you kind of build up the stuff that you have at home or whatever the fuck you want to call that, your armory or whatever. Yeah. Um, with contraband guns, which are the guns that you bring back with you. And then you have an insured gun slot. You have like three of those, but two of them are locked. Um, where it's basically like, that's the gun that you build. And then you can take that in with you. If you die or drop it, uh, it takes two hours of cool down before you can use it again. Yeah. Two um, hours out of game, two hours out, out, out of game. game. And then you can cut that time down by getting money or uh, stuff in the game. So if you go in and play and get a bunch of money, you can like bring it in the next time, maybe, if you make a lot of money. It takes quite a bit. 
Um, but yeah, it's a, it's an interesting game gameplay mode. I'm really enjoying it. There's also like missions and stuff. So like, uh, it's like kind of specific stuff. Like go here and do this thing, or like uh, yeah. uh, Bill and I were doing one where it was like uh, it's called like World Traveler or something, and it was just like visit six points of interest. So you just like yeah. get in a car and drive around Travel the map, around. yeah, and like find places. I was on with that you one. were you were on yeah. for that one, um, or like uh take a car to five different gas stations and fill it up and repair it and then <laughs> x-fill with gas cans and just like weird shit some yeah. of it's weird yeah uh some of it's like very much like a special forces thing it's like go take over a sam site and stuff like yeah. that uh, but some of it's like random but it, it's 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 fun it's really interesting um, it's like a nice change of pace, both from the multiplayer of the paid game from Modern Warfare 2 and of the Battle Royale of Warzone 2. So, like, I think it's cool. Um, yeah, I like it a lot. It's still a beta, technically, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so some features might change. I'm hoping there's, like, an option to unequip stuff other than your gun and keys. Yeah. Like, if you're like, I don't want to take my large backpack in this time, so I'm going to set that down. I'll just take my small backpack or whatever. Yeah. Or, like, being able to save stuff like that. So you have, like, you know, a hundred slots, and you're like, okay, every time I see a backpack, I'm fucking taking it back. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to die next time. Yeah. Uh, shit like that. Um, but it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. I like DMZ a lot. It's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. It, it's still like the once you die, you're dead thing. But like, I don't know. It's more okay on that. Cause yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just different. Like the stakes and like the way the game like plays and the AI and stuff like that. Like it, it's really cool. I like it a lot. Yeah. It's, I like it a lot more than the battle royale function of Warzone. Yeah. I don't, I don't like battle royale. Yeah. But I have, I've still been playing like a lot of multiplayer Oh, yeah, me too. Multiplayer to me, I don't I don't know. Like to me the multiplayer feels good. Like I'm not really seeing or having a lot of issues. Um uh, I had some issues and then I had I feel like I've had a lot less since uh Warzone came out cuz the game was yeah. out for like 2 or 3 weeks before Warzone came out. Mm -hmm. And then Warzone came out and there was a huge update. Uh, and season one started and the battle pass came out and stuff. Yeah. And I've had a lot less issues with the game itself, like playing the game. Yeah. Uh, I continue to have horrible issues with the UI of the menus and like the shell and stuff. Yeah. I mean, that stuff is awful, but, um, the game itself, like once you get into a match, I've not had a lot of problems since the update. Yeah. So, all right, is that going to do it for uh, the roundabout? I think so. So you guys know what's next. My favorite thing's next. Is it? Is this your favorite thing? Maybe. Random so. internet quizzes with Shane because Dave isn't here. I love random internet quizzes with Shane because Dave isn't here. Yeah! Not that I love Dave not being here. I yeah. hate that Dave's not here. Yeah, me too. I love random internet quizzes with Shane when Dave's not here. Yeah. I have 10 questions for you. Yes. This one's true or false. Eskimos keep their food in a fridge to stop it from freezing. 
balls? You're wrong. That's a weird-ass question. Continuing <laughs> on. So it's true they do? Yeah, apparently they do. It's true. Strange. Huh. Okay. <laughs> These questions. Random internet quizzes with Shane because Dave isn't here. The 100 folds in a chef's toque are said to represent what? Yeah, use a multiple choice. Oh, okay. 100 ways to cook vegetables, 100 ways to cook potatoes, 100 ways to marinate stuff, or 100 ways to cook an egg. 100 ways to cook an egg. You are correct. Boom. Wow. I don't know. I had as soon as you said it, I was like I've heard that before. Why have I heard that before? I cannot tell you. Uh, I'm going to guess waiting. Random internet quizzes with Shane because Dave isn't here. <laughs> Who invented the Pringles can? A. Frederick Bauer. B. Julius Pringles. <laughs> uh, C. Igor Sikorsky. Or D. Charles Babbage. A. Frederick Bauer. Yeah. You're correct. Oh, boom. That was a hard difficulty question. <laughs> Next to man, what is the most intelligent life form on earth? A, dolphins. B, whales. C, apes. D, porpoises. Or E, Dogs. I'm going to go with A, dolphins. <laughs> it's porpoises. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> like... <laughs> a dolphin is a porpoise, right? Is Are these not the same thing? <laughs> dolphin a porpoise. No. Dolphins and porpoises are cetaceans, marine mammals that are closely related to whales. Dolphins belong to the Delphinidae family and are up to 30 feet long. Porpoises, 30 feet long? Jesus fucking dolphin Christ! <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck are they feeding them dolphins? Uh, anyway, porpoises belong to the, uh, Fokinidae, fuck, <laughs> family are smaller and stouter with other anatomical differences, like how fucking smart they are. Next question. So purpose, <laughs> porpoises are small dolphins? <laughs> no, they're small cetaceans. Animals are confusing. All right, next question. <laughs> oh, this one is freeform. I get to type in a number. Oh, God, arithmetic. No. <clears throat> the youngest pope was blank years old. Hint, under 20. I thought they called those altar boys. 
Pope. How? An under twenty year old Pope. I'm gonna go with thirteen. Thirteen. Nope, eleven. It doesn't huh. tell me who. <sighs> Thanks. That had to have been a long time ago. Nah, it was last year. Oh. Um, <laughs> random internet quizzes with Shane because Dave isn't here. Coca-Cola was originally colored A, black, B, red, C, green, D, yellow, E, clear. Clear. Ah. It was green. Was it green? It was green. I knew they had to color it for a reason. Maybe it's because people don't want to drink a drink a green drink. You're doing real bad, son. <laughs> uh, which flavor of jelly comes from real fruit, not flavoring? A cranberry. Who eats cranberry jelly? I don't know. B blueberry. C strawberry. D raspberry. E lemon? Lemon jelly? Is that real? All these other ones are berries. Are lemons a berry? They're not a berry, they're citrus. <laughs> what the fuck is going on with this fucking quiz? A, why is there an E? Why are there E's? Answer the fucking question. I'm gonna go with E lemon. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's cranberry. <laughs> cranberry jelly doesn't use fake flavoring. What the fuck? <laughs> this is number eight out of ten on right. uh, random quizzes with Shane because Dave isn't here. Which two animals were believed to be a giraffe's parents by early Europeans? Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Which two animals did early Europeans think boinked to make a giraffe? A cheetah and a llama. <laughs> a leopard and a horse a camel and a leopard a gazelle and a jaguar or a jaguar and a camel I wonder if the order has to do with which one they think fucked the other one <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with a, 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 a what was C? a cheetah and a llama? no that was A oh okay what was C? camel and a leopard Oh, camel and a leopold. Lep Lepin Leopold? Leopold. Yep. I'm gonna go. With Holy that shit, one. you're right. Oh fuck. And camel and a leopard. Early Europeans. Super what a bunch of uncultured idiots. I don't know, they didn't know any better. Question nine. Once again, we get to enter our answer. This one's a word. So uh oh. A sultan's wife is called a blank. I don't think I'm allowed to say those words. No, on it's this a fruit. Podcast. Oh, it's a fruit. It's a fruit. Yeah. I could eat a peach for hours. 
<laughs> so is it a peach? <laughs> is that what you want to put? I think that's what we should go with. I don't know what the fuck else it would be. A prune. Banana. A prune. <laughs> a sultana. I don't know what the fuck that is. No, me either. That makes sense. Well, I mean, apparently it's a sultan's wife. <laughs> and it's a fruit. All right, last question. You've right. got three out of ten correct so far. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to get this one. All right. We're back. Random internet quizzes with Shane because Dave isn't here. We didn't go anywhere. <laughs> Pedophobia. Is the fear of A, dogs, B, feet, C, pedals, D, children, or E, chairs? I'm going to go with feet. I hope it's feet. <laughs> Please be feet. <laughs> no, it's children. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck is this quiz? God damn it, Pro Pops. <laughs> All right, so I think I, th I think next week we just need to do five segments of the same segment, just off this same same website. This is ridiculous. I want to know what else they got. <laughs> wow, this is that is insane. You failed. It it actually says that you failed. Oh, does that mean I didn't get my certificate? Oh, you got a certificate of achievement. I got a score of 30 out of 100. Yes. On the random test of useless information quiz. Participation trophy. From Pro Profs Quiz Maker, November 22nd, 2022. Yeah. He's got a little stamp of There's, there's too much disapproval. <sighs> I can't believe you just said that. But anyway, <laughs> since that's the end of that segment... Uh, that weird, weird segment. That's mm -hmm. gonna do it for this episode of DQP Weekly. Yeah. I am not your boy, Dave. Not your boy. I'm Shane. Uh, and this is producer Russell. I am. Uh, join us on things. Wow. I thought I had that. Alright, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We have hired a social media manager so you can see our posts. Yay, Rachel! So we have posts. Thank you, Rachel, once again, for being awesome and doing those things. Uh, so follow us on those so you can keep up with our stuff and posts and things. Uh, also, we have a subreddit, which is a reddit below reddit. I don't know how the internet works. It's our, our own forum thread about... Yeah, forum. Reddit, Reddit is just a forum, guys. Like, I don't know if you guys understand how the internet has always worked, but it's literally <laughs> just a fancy forum. Like, I don't understand... Yeah, so you can uh, check out our subreddit, uh, Drafty Quarters Productions. Uh, check us out there uh, join us on Patreon uh, you can support us if you enjoy the show you want to help us out uh, in paying our social media manager that would be awesome uh, 
find us on Patreon under Draft Quarters Productions and subscribe to our general support tier for $1. And email us questions, thoughts, concerns, suggestions at draftdq at gmail.com. Awesome. Way to go. You did great. No. Thanks for listening, everybody. That has been the DQB Weekly. Catch you on the flip side. And don't let you meet loaf. of the Drafty Quarters Podcast Network.